TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right right here on 105 Through the Fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers. I'm Reginald Datatula. That is the sound of the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Chris Strong's on the ones and twos for us. I appreciate you, sir. One more hour with us tonight. Of course, we take you to 11 every evening um, here on the Get Right. Uh, Coming up next, we'll get you in about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. We'll get you some CA stories confidential. As uh, we were ringing in the new year, mm-hmm. obviously, Happy New Year to everybody listening. Happy New Year, Tolos. Welcome to 2024. Obviously, I feel like you've already been here for a few days, right? But um, just in case, letting you know, we're happy to be here with you. Yes, sir. In the year 2024. Um, how about we get some headlines? Yeah. On this Tuesday evening in the Metroplex, the only uh, DFW major sports team that was active on this evening was your Dallas Stars. At the American Airlines Center, they fall to the Montreal Canadiens four to three. They Man. they got down. I mean, it was one to one early in the early in the first period. I mean, Jamie Ben scores. I mean, eleven seconds into this one, Chris, you were paying attention to this. Yeah, yeah. immediately. immediately. I mean, going into immediately you go up, and then after that, it's it's equalized fairly soon thereafter, and then the Canadiens, I believe, in the actually in that first period, they go up to one. Second period, they extend it out, and it's just you're in the third period and you're down and you need to claw back. They go empty net and they get a couple back, but unfortunately, that's that's how it ends. What you see as you're watching this one? Yeah, I mean, you're seeing a backup goaltender that's really hitting his limit, I think. I mean, yeah. that was his ninth start in a row. Matt Murray, our third-string goaltender, isn't getting any starts at this point. So you're kind of seeing a goaltender who has been great for us. 11 wins on the season in 15 starts so mm-hmm. far, but... Kind of hitting his limit, and I'm thinking we might need Onger back. Yeah, Onger supposedly was, you know, maybe forecasted to possibly be back tonight, but he, uh, you know, still remained unavailable after the injury. And so you you have to hope that um, come Thursday night when they play the Avs um, that he's capable of being between the pipes. I mean, he's he's been skating, so you hope that that means that he could soon, very soon, be back to, you know, netminding for your Dallas Stars and hopefully that would help them in their, you know, in their efforts to continue to climb the standings in the West. Yep, they are 22-10 and 4 and uh, that was the fourth game of five-game homestand. They have the AAC and they got to keep piling them up. What I do like the fact is you do know you've got another goalie. You follow what I'm saying? It's not just on Ottinger. You can at least you, you can ride a hot goalie when the playoffs begin. Yeah, and I mean Wedgwood's been good. Mm-hmm. He's been good, he's but been I think good. I think it's fair to I mean he's existed in this place as a backup. It's been 
probably the longest stretch that he's had since he was, I think yeah. it was, they said like the ECHL. Um, so it's it's been a little while, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's done a good job, but hopefully you can give him a little bit of rest, as anybody, any uh, goalie would need. But yes, unfortunately, your stars fall tonight. They'll play again 7 p.m. on Thursday against the Colorado Avalanche. Earlier today, also in some news uh, that was headline news in a way, we found out, and it seemed to pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. That your Dallas Cowboys were working out a couple of former Cowboys. One of those offensive tackle, Lyle Collins. The other one, the linebacker that I always forget his name is. Damian Wilson. Damian Wilson. Mm-hmm. I feel bad because I'm like, I should remember it. It's easy name, Damian Wilson. But, but he hadn't, uh, here's for, for you. He hadn't been here since the pandemic. Sure, sure. But I mean, still, both of those guys work out for the team. One of them, is signed to the practice squad. That is Lyle Collins, your former starting right tackle. Mm-hmm. And so, remember, he tore his ACL and MCL last season, near the end of the season, December of 2022. With um, the Bengals. When he was playing with the Bengals and being, a, what would they call him, Joe Burrow's personal bodyguard? Correct. Is what they called him. When they signed him, that's what he said he was going to be. Well, unfortunately, that injury kind of took him out of playing, and he hasn't played since. So, he signs with the Cowboys practice squad, obviously, to offer some offensive line depth. Mm-hmm. As you're dealing with kind of a battered offensive line, Tyron Smith, you know, the back or the neck kind of pops up from time to time. Um, Tyler Smith has that torn plantar fascia. Yes, torn that, off. So we don't know how quickly he'll be able to return. Supposedly the full tear is better than a partial tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say that it's good per se, but it, it in still theory, hurt. It yeah, hurt. In theory that you can manage that and come back to play sooner, but then you have that. Zach Martin has low-key dealt with mm-hmm. some nicks and bumps and nicks here. And so having another offensive line that, that you can trust in some level um, is good to have, but I imagine that he's going to need to get himself back up to speed. And so he's on your practice squad to maybe do just that and give you a break in case of emergency, I imagine. That's the way I look at it. I look at a break in case of emergency. He's familiar with the rest of the line. See, that's part of being an offensive lineman. It takes time for these guys to gel. And at one point, the Cowboys this this season, they had the uh, for seven games in a row, they had these starters, the starters expected out of training camp, all out there, and they look great. Well, Lyle Collins was with this team for years. He knows Dak Prescott. He's one of his best friends. They're fishing buddies. He knows Zach Martin. Used to line up beside him. He knows uh, Tyron Smith. He used to line up beside him because he started his career as left as a left guard. So one thing about him, I thought when they cut him last year, remember he wouldn't take the P test for the drug test. Yeah. It was a big thing. And then they he, they paid him $50 million. Like he is making way too much money. And he's not t- typically, he's not in shape again. In other words, the two training camps he was here the last two training camps he was here he was wanting to play himself into shape and they said that's it and they cut him loose well guess what i thought there would be some bad blood if they looked at him and he went out to the starter day and they talked to him and he must be in good shape and we had a tolo from cincinnati that texted in saying he played well in cincinnati until he got hurt he just kept getting hurt so if if y'all you need him is in case of an emergency because who knows Tyron could go down, Tyler could go down, Zach could go down. You could slide him in there, and it's not going to cost you much. Just these this last regular season game and what you might get out of the playoffs if somebody goes down. Well, he's on the practice squad. And, and again, we're not expecting a miracle out of him, but he's better than somebody off the street that doesn't know the system. Right, and ultimately, again, the depth is necessary. They they feel strongly about the likes of Chuma Idoga, mm-hmm, um, especially because like playing guard be probably is better to use his strength and those types of things. Uh, awesome Richards has been here. Matt Willetsko mm-hmm. obviously has been moved to the uh, a- active roster, so that's another 
offensive line, particularly a tackle, that can help you in the instance where you might need them. They, they've tried to bring some depth, but obviously the most important thing is that hopefully your, your preferable five are healthy because this is a team that has the capability of doing something special, you imagine. They really could. Uh, the last time the Cowboys won all of their home games, the last two times they did, the only two times they did it, they went to the conference championship game. So that should be the bar. We know their in-house uh, aspirations, the players talk about it, but they won't say exactly what it is. But you know they want to get out of the first round for sure. They have a chance if they beat Washington and the way these playoffs work out, they could be the number one seed and have a couple of games at AT&T Stadium. Yeah, from the 469. Yeah, that's right. From the 469 on the truckwreck.com text line, they say, come on now, fellas, we need linebacker help. And absolutely, that's something that Damian is. Damian Wilson. It's very clear. Damian Wilson, a linebacker that played here a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, he was trying. I don't know that we've seen any level of um, follow up after he worked out with the, the squad, but yeah, this this is definitely a team that needs to have high level linebacker player. The problem is, uh, just like I mean, Lyell, you're coming getting a guy who's coming off of an injury, right? And you're not assured of what level of play you're mm-hmm. getting. Linebacker is also the case. There's, I don't think there's going to be a linebacker that comes in and fits in exactly. and can help you, you know, fill a void that you did not have as a star, you know, a starting player. Otherwise, they would be somewhere. That's the unfortunate part about this time of year in the war of attrition that is the National Football League. And so I think there's some level of this that needs to, this team needs to just look around and appreciate the way that this team is built and play to their strengths and hope that the complete football or what is it, complementary football of it works out for the way that they've built it. LVE's injury has been bigger than they expected. One other note. Um, and over, overshown as well. Those, overshown yeah. as well. Overshown, especially in training camp, because he was showing out that that UT Longhorn was probably going to get some starts. I'm serious, because that's how good he had been playing. With and I, I was saying that considering I was thinking LVE is going to get hurt, he's going to be like Tyron. He's not going to play all the games, not knowing he's going to be out for the entire season. Back to uh, Damian Wilson, what I was going to say was the only drawback for him, and they haven't signed him. They haven't said anything other than he came out for a visit. He hasn't played with Dan Quinn at all. So I don't know if he's a Quinn kind of guy, but they did bring him out. Well, that's some of the stuff that happened when it comes to uh, your Cowboys. Can, on I, this can day. I mention a couple of scenarios? Because people were wondering about the playoffs. One thing, if you haven't been aware of it, the game time for the Washington game in D.C. Mm-hmm. has been set. It is going to be at 315 Central Time, which is right here, Dallas, Texas, 1053 to fan. We've got you covered. Free game show. At all the 1230 whole nine yards. So 315. That's the kickoff for the Washington game. And you'll, they, you'll hear that on 105. Through the, I, when you said Dallas, I was like, wait, aren't they playing in Washington? But you're right. They, you'll hear it right here. Yes. On the fan. I appreciate you. So, so to round it all out again, the Cowboys have the number two seed right now. There's nothing Philadelphia can do unless the Cowboys lose. If the Cowboys lose and Philadelphia loses and Detroit wins, Detroit becomes the number two seed. If the Cowboys lose, Philadelphia lose, and the Lions lose, the Cowboys stay the number two seed. If the Cowboys lose, Philadelphia wins, the Cowboys are a wild card team. Just saying, they're in the playoffs. Of course. But all they have to do is beat Washington. And you say, what are the likelihood of that? Uh, Washington has nothing to play for other than pride, even though they've won three of the last five games in D.C. They have nothing to do but pride. They've traded away their defensive ends to the San Francisco. They've traded them away. Remember that? They're not the same team. They just got blown out last week. This is not the Arizona Cardinals. 
I'm just saying. And the Cowboys are so incentivized. I can't explain how big this is. And then the last caveat of this is no team has won the NFC East two years in a row since 2004. And now it's playing out again. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes again. Week 18 is coming up this weekend. We'll talk more about that on the show as the week goes along. Um, Elsewhere in your headlines on this evening, we mentioned, and Cowboys fans, of course, whenever we see a name, eyes get big. The Jets are waving Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook, um, and and it's mutually agreed upon to give Dalvin Cook, the 28-year-old running back, an opportunity to uh, join up with a contender. 67 carries for 214 yards and no touchdowns in 15 games for him. He must have gave back some of the money. He was hardly used. He did restructure his deal uh-huh. um, so that he forfeited the remaining guarantees. I knew it. So there's, there's, you know, guarantees are not necessarily a problem in this. Um, so I know that there's a lot of Cowboys fans that are looking for maybe Dalvin Cook helps you. How, how much of the, how much of the running game woes do you think for the Cowboys? Is just the running back themselves because I think that's some of what you'd be trying to say if you're bringing in Dalvin Cook, thinking that the running back is the difference in what you know what the average running game that the Cowboys have had is. Initially, it was the uh, line that wasn't doing their job because they were all injured, mm-hmm. and then you had seven straight games of the Cowboys' offensive line run, uh, pass protecting, and blocking. They were doing a great job, but the running game didn't step up. At first, you could also say it was Tony Pollard coming off of his injury. I just think his role is he should never be a feature back. I think the situation with Zeke and him last year was the key. Rico Dottle showed some things, but then Rico Dottle is now hurt. He couldn't even play in the last game. So the Cowboys running game is important. The The number one thing is Dax carrying him on his back. The receivers are strong. Even Jason Ferguson, they were using him like a wide receiver. Like I mean, the man can catch and jump over people. But you've got to have a legitimate threat of a running back. It doesn't have to be a dominant running back. It doesn't have to be where you uh, have these defenses go into a box. But you have to have somebody that's a threat, especially on goal line situations. Do you realize Ezekiel Elliott had 12 touchdowns last year, most of them dirty yards on the goal line? How many does Tony Pollard have this year? Two. Yeah, that's that's not what you want. That's, that's not a... Uh... That's not what you need. You need the running back and the running game to work well in, in the, the red, red zone, zone 100%. Um, and so maybe, maybe just maybe, the fans are right in that this is a, a, lo- a place that the Cowboys should look. We'll find out if they ultimately do that over the next day or two, I'm guessing, is when we'll start to hear in that wouldn't regard because it there's only so much time until w- he can get on the roster and help a team. Wouldn't it be wild if New England and Zeke restructured his deal and let him out too? And he could come back. I mean, we know because everybody in that locker room love him, and, and, so do the and we know Jerry has done everything in his way, in his possible way, to try and leave Wouldn't the door open. It's not impossible. Think about it. It's not impossible. The reason Zeke's in New England right now is because he waited as long as he could. Now, trust me on this. Cowboy fans say he was making too much money. That was before he got cut. He knew he was going to get cut. He got cut, and he said, "I'm going to stick around and please bring me back." The money wasn't going to be outrageous. It was going to be whatever you could get. He signed with New England because he's like, this is musical chairs. I got to go somewhere where somebody I can get paid, get 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 a job. So he went. What if it fell into place where New England did the same damn thing that the New York Jets are doing? It's not impossible. Wouldn't that be nice? Well, elsewhere around uh, sports on this evening, um, Caitlin Clark keeps doing incredible things uh, as tonight. 
She leads her Iowa Hawkeyes to a big win over Michigan State. This is what it sounded like at the end. Davis, time winding down. Are they going to get the ball up in time? Clark for the win! Caitlin yeah. Clark, I mean, the She's amazing. phenom basketball player Last in women's basketball in Iowa. Out. Yeah. 40-point night for her as they knock off um, they knock off Michigan State in that one, 76-73. Also elsewhere around sports. She got skills. She's so, so good. She's going to get a lot of love um, as she's, you know, as we get towards March mm-hmm. um, in women's college basketball. Um, four, man. In college football, however, I guess moving to the NFL, Georgia's tight end, Brock Bowers, has declared for the NFL draft. Well, it took him long enough. Tight end one. <laughs> <laughs> Tight end one that instantly. Bad. That's a crazy dude. Oof. It's always funny to think about it. That is a big, bulky tight end that can move really fast. That he's plays a, at Georgia, and he is from Napa Valley, California. Napa Valley. I didn't know that. That's right. Do you know who else is from Napa Valley? Who's that? Oh, not, not, not my bad. He's from. I think he's from. No, never mind. Okay. Does he's the king of the pick six in the NFL? He plays for the Dallas Cowboys. He's a cornerback. Are you talking about Deron Bland? Deron Bland is from the wine country out there. Well, apparently the wine country does something for being able to mm-hmm. catch the football because Brock Bowers can do that very well. And there will be some NFL teams that are looking for his services at tight end. I imagine not the Cowboys because Jake Ferguson has been very good here. Not yet. He, in fact, Jake Ferguson might make them expend another quarter. I mean, another tight end. They might not need all three of them. All four of them. They got four. Yeah, and I mean... No not not to bait. put anybody on notice, but Peyton Hendershot, hey man, it has not looked as good as you wanted to. Oh, hey, that's 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 a little tough. That's a little tough. Yeah, uh, it's the get right right here on 105 through the fan. I guess those are some of your headlines on this Tuesday. They said it was a logo three buzzer beater. Nice. That's right. She got range. She's, I mean, just it's it's tough. It feels like I'm almost being desensitized to it. The way, amount that she's doing these types of things. It's kind of like Luka Doncic in a way. Yeah, exactly. The amount of times that we that's see the triple-double. Yeah, we're just like get used to it. Yeah, that's just what we you expect. take it for granted. But. And by the way, Luka's going to be named uh, player of uh, Western Conference Player of the Month of December. Watch. Because nobody has done what he has done since Oscar Robinson in the 60s. Seriously, we're talking about over 35 points per game, uh, over 10 rebounds, 10 assists a game, and ever seven rebounds a game in one month. Yeah. Lucas, I mean, Lucas, just incredible. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's it really is that simple. He continues to do that, and I mean, he did that out of necessity because of the ways in which he had some injuries. Hurt, yeah, and they they got wins in the process too, which is always good. Coming up next on the Get Right, I'm in with Chris Arnold, so we're gonna get some CA stories. CA, where are you taking us? I'm gonna tell you about some New Year's Eves that were kind of epic, including this past New Year's Eve. Here's your tease for you: This past New Year's Eve, I was with J Lo. Ben Affleck, Babyface, Boys the Men, and Bruno Mars. What? That story is next on 105.3 The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Chris Strong is on the ones and twos. I'm surrounded by Chris's here. Um, and it feels good on this on this Tuesday. Thanks for hanging out with myself, Chris, and Chris. Mm-hmm. And David. I see you in there on the get right. Uh, good job yesterday, David. You and Alec. He's killing it. That's right. Uh, but this music would seem to indicate that this segment is uh, is not for me inherently. It's time to get a little bit of CA Stories Confidential. Yeah, let's do a New Year's Eve version of CA Stories Confidential. I did not think I was going to go there, but that's what happened this weekend 
It was more than I expected. I'm going to give you guys a couple of uh, CA Store Confidential New Year's because I'm serious. I always thank all the Tolos because I, I would not have an interesting career and, and such a wonderful life if it wasn't everybody just listening on the radio all these years. Yeah. So this past weekend, my family and I, we went to Las Vegas for New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. Last year, we went all as a family down to New Orleans. For New Year's Eve. Is this kind of a recent thing that you guys have put together, or is this just like a, a, a consistent thing that you guys travel this time of year? It's just been, first of all, it was kind of fortunate, unfortunate. My wife's family's from New York. Mm-hmm. My dad and my uh, sister and brother, my, my daddy and my sister and brother-in-law, they live in Washington, D.C. So the off and on over the years as the kids getting older, we would go to the East Coast for Christmas and New Year's Eve. We'd go to Washington the and then drive up to New York and hang out in New York with the family up there and just make it around the holidays, hit all the families. There you go. You know, I, I grew up in Memphis. My mom's family's all in Oklahoma. We see them all the time. But on my daddy's side and on my wife's side, they're all New York. So what we did was a couple of years ago, we were in New York for New Year's Eve, time for the ball to drop, all that. So we saw all the chaos and stuff. We were able to take a train just before midnight hit and the chaos because kids were a little bit too young at that point. Well, last year we go to New Orleans and it's like we're down there and we're like French court. Everything worked like clockwork. It was absolutely amazing. We, we got lucky. It's like, man, no problem, no issues. It was a lot of fun. Do you see anything on bourbon? We were down there. We saw a lot of things. Okay. Like my kids old. <laughs> You're there old enough yeah. that you didn't have to hold no, and, hold no eyes. Yeah. Nothing. And the irony is when we were in New Orleans, we realized, oh yeah, uh, Ryan Seacrest, New Year's Rock and Eve, they go from New York to New Orleans and then they wind up in Las Vegas. And I'm like, wow, that's wild. We were in New Orleans realizing that. So a few months ago, uh, one of my daughters, she says, Daddy, we need to go to Las Vegas for New Year's. I went, oh, yeah, it's like the one, two, three. And she said, no, 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 no. We need to go because Bruno Mars is performing on New Year's Eve. He's doing a residency for the weekend. I went, Oh, Lord, I don't know if I can get any tickets. Let me see what we can do. Oh, said, the CA can't get tickets, and the tickets aren't there to be get. I couldn't. Are you serious? No. What? But I had to work. You, you, there were some that were on sale. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about I was trying to get a hookup. Because back in the day, working that's at what I mean, That's what I'm saying, yeah. I didn't get no free tickets. Are you kidding me? They, there were no free tickets to be had. That's insane. None. I, I don't believe Bruno it. Mars. Well, he puts fair. on a hell of a show. He does put on a show if there's one thing. I was trying everything. He was at the Park MGM, which is across from the Grand, from the uh, MGM Grand. We stayed at the MGM Grand, got the whole This cost lots of money. Yeah, that's so what I was about this, to say. We were saving up money from October on. But I got the tickets early on because you couldn't get none. By the time we got to December, been sold out. Because it was an intimate, it was like the park. Oh, small venue. It was like yeah. maybe it holds 5,000, 7,000. I don't know the exact number. All I know. Like a, that's like a theater. Yes. Yeah, as opposed to like, which, I mean, Bruno Mars feels like an arena act at this I, point. Look, floor seats, forget about that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. $2,000. I have a wish. No, uh-uh. I ain't paying that kind of money. Are you kidding me? Five All right. people? No. All right, 214, calm happening. down. Yeah, naysayers love hookups. I all right, it. okay. First, first of all, I've been in radio since I was 14 years old and working in music stations, especially K104, for 30 years. I was always getting a hookup on concert tickets. I'm like, it's like going, it's like paying for a game right now. 
I'm not paying. People are like, oh, I got into the Super Bowl. I paid $2,000. I wish I would pay $2,000. Yeah, there is something. I just can't do it. There is something about the idea. Of when you, I just can't. When you're used to getting some for free, it's like it's hard for it to. Mm-mm. It's Honestly, and this is like. If too, I can't get a credential or, a, you know, for free pass. Yeah. No, it's, I just can't do it. It's a little heady, but it's on a, honestly kind of why the media, like uh, newspapers are having a tough time. Because right, on but, the Internet, you've been getting it for free. And now it's like, hey, we need you to pay for this. It's like, nah. No, I ain't paying for that. Yeah, I ain't paying for that paywall. Yeah. So but at the same time, like I said, it's like, I just, I just, I just can't. And so we paid all this money. We yeah. go to Las Vegas. And of course. Nobody can get in there because everything's sold up. But there's lots of other things going on in Las Vegas. I'm sure there's a lot of shows, other people that thought they were going to do the same thing. But Bruno's, everybody knows Bruno puts on a hell of a show. Uh-huh. So we walk across to the park MGM. And we get over there and we get inside and they confiscate all cell phones. And they put them in these little pouches. When we get there, after the show's about to start, the crowd is going wild. It turns out. J-Lo shows up, walks through the crowd with Ben Affleck. They sit in some VIPs on the floor. It was like, oh, my God, J-Lo's here. And they show him on the big screen. Ah, everybody's going nuts. Bruno, he's doing his show. He's killing it. All He starts out with uh, 24 karat gold. Wait, can, can, I, can I press pause on this? Mm-hmm. Did Ben look like he was happy to be there? Thrilled. Okay, good. He was, first of all, first of all, this is what Bruno did that was so cool. Bruno... Is doing a show mm-hmm. with with his hooligans band. You know, they, they, his band is just tight, and they do it, and the guys can dance, and they and it's just laid back it's like a big ass party. Right. He gets down at this one moment, and he says, "Let me sit on the piano and play some songs that y'all might not know I had done." And so he sits down, and he starts singing, "Celo Green's F U." Yeah. He, he wrote that one. Then he did, uh, with uh, Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa's. Um, young, young, uh, dumb. Oh, what is it? You know, and, and having fun or whatever. Yeah, he did that one, and he said, "You guys, we got some special guests in the crowd." And he started no. singing Jenny from the Block, and then and they showed you, and she's going crazy. You know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he goes, "And Ben, I see you here too." And they show Ben. He goes, "I got something for you." He started singing, and he playing on the piano. Yeah, he starts playing, uh, Aerosmith's Armageddon. That's what? Yes! Because Bruno is a beast. And then he says, oh, my God. And guess who else is here? He said, one of the greatest songwriters of all time. And he started playing, can we talk for a minute? No, Tevin Green. Yeah, Tevin, Ke- Campbell. Tevin Campbell, who's from Wax Hatch. Yeah. I was I like, Tevin's Tevin here. Campbell's from Wax Hatch. Yeah, Tevin Campbell grew up oh, wow. in Wax Hatch. coming to K104 Dallas all the time. Today I learned. Yep. So he said, I was like, Tevin's here. He said, Babyface. And because Babyface wrote, can you talk? Yeah. Then he said, Baby, he said, face. Remember this one? And he started playing, he started playing two occasions. I only think of you on two. I, you gotta look it Nine up. Day. He was over the deal. Nine yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, he started yeah. doing the deal. He did the whole song. They show Babyface. He goes, and guess who's with Babyface? Here's a band that I grew up with when I was in high school. I want to be just like them. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and men. Boys and men were in the crowd. He started singing the end of the road. Here we come to the end. Bruno was killing it. And then he said, then he went back to the regular set and started. I was like, oh my God. Everybody, it was like the biggest party. Soon as the show ended, by the way, his his uh his band started doing old anxiety. They had it confetti. He wrapped it up, you know, did the encore. The encore was uptown fun. He did of all of the songs. He did 
He did, I mean, he did the song. He, I mean, just name a song that he did a song. I mean, he did all of them. And then we go outside, fireworks outside. It's just like New York Times Square is crazy. And it reminded me of all these different New Year's Eve that I've been to that were like, what does this compare to? Back in the day, when I first started working at K104, Prince did two shows a year, back to back, New Year's Eve at Reunion Arena. The first show, unbelievable, and it snowed. The next time he did it, I actually met Prince. This is the first time I actually met Prince. After the show, there was going to be an after party. Mm-hmm. And because K104 was involved, I got passes to the after party. There you the go. after party was going to be at the Hyatt Regency. So I go to the Hyatt Regency. This is me by myself. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I brought two Dallas Cowboys for me. I brought Dexter Clean Scale and Michael Downs, who were playing safety and defensive back back then. Go to the Hyatt Regency. I get on the elevator. Elevator's packed. In the elevator is Prince and his bodyguard, Big Chick. Big dude from the... Big Hoomst? Big Chick. That was his name. I heard Chicken, and I was like... Chick. And he looked like Hulk Hogan. If you've seen the movie Color Purple, you see him in this movie. Big bodyguard. Mm -hmm. And first, I knew Prince was short. He was in his heels, and he was standing there, and he had a very large head. (laughs) We go up there. He didn't say a word. He was trying to hide behind the bodyguard because he's shy. We get to the party, and I kid you not, we wind up at the same table as Prince and Big Chick and a couple other people in his band. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting at this table, and Dexter and Michael Downs didn't know what to say to him. And so I asked Prince a couple of just regular old questions, man, like the song, great show tonight, blah, blah, blah. And he said, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Dex Clink Seal says, how much do you weigh? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a and football question. I looked at Dexter. Hey, Prince Pr- looked at Dexter. Hey, Prince, what's your playing weight? Prince looked at Dexter. You know how you got those little party favors? He went. He looked at Dexter and went. <laughs> That's your answer. And then Prince did something that was just wild to me. The, the, you know, they, they don't have a band. They have DJ. DJ's playing all the songs. And everybody's dancing out there on the dance floor. All of a sudden, Prince decides he wants to go dance. So he goes out there with uh, one of the backup dancers, and she's dancing with him. And all of a sudden, he starts doing some little move, some unusual move that wasn't hard to do, wasn't like he was dancing like he's on stage. And all of a sudden, the whole dance floor started doing the exact same move. That's how it works. It's It's like, look at Prince. Let's make this move. And so all of them started doing the exact same move. It was crazy. It was crazy. That's so how you know. That's how you know you're the coolest person at the function. Exactly. Everybody starts. Everybody starts doing the Prince. Yeah. So we stayed there, and it was like it was after midnight. Blah 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 blah. Because uh, at the concert, he celebrated midnight. And it's, this party lasted until like two or three in the morning. It was great. Went home. That's the best New Year's Eve party ever. But this past weekend with my family, Bruno Mars, I had that second best. Even though I did not meet J Lo, Ben Affleck, uh, Bruno Mars. Babyface or Boys the Men. I have met Babyface and Boys the Men before. Still going to meet Bruno Mars one of these days. And I have met Ben Affleck. Interviewed him for a movie, I think, when I was at the station. There you down go. The so just, you know, New, New Year's with ben, some friends. In fact, Ben jumped up and was going crazy when he started doing the uh, Armageddon song. The song from Armageddon. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a little CA stories, confidential. Uh, celebrate New Year's here as it's the first mm-hmm. get right of the 2024 uh, year.
366 days this year, leap year. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Luka Doncic is not born on a leap year. He's born on the 28th of February. But he damn near was a leap year baby. He was very close. Mm-hmm. Very close. Uh, it's the Get Right right here on 105 Through the Fan. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. For that story of your two best and favorite New Year's, New Year's Eve's, New Year's Day's combination. It all happened at once. Very good. Someone said, Did he sing Locked Out of Heaven? Yes, he did. He sang all those hits, man. Man, Bruno, Bruno if there's anything that he's going to do, is going to put on a show. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and I mean, also in line with the other uh, friend of yours, uh, Prince. Puts on the show. Great show. In fact, he did he did a Prince tribute at the Grammys one year. Yes, he, he did. Because he played guitar not as good as Prince, but damn near. Well, I mean, there's he was not on that guitar. You know, he else, he's saying, like, I want to be a billionaire so bad. I mean, there's very few people. There's just, very few people that can play the guitar as mm-hmm. good as Prince. Anyways, it's Get Right right here on 105 Through the Fan. And coming up next, it's time for a final call. We'll do that next on the fan. It's so the Get Right right here on 105 through the fan. Reginald Atatuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Chris Strong on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Um, also, thank you to David. Helping out. Yeah, David. Getting a little, uh, little learning in on the board as well. And thank you guys for rocking with us here on this Tuesday in the Metroplex, um, on Twitch, on YouTube, on the... Uh, truckrake.com text line 877-881-1053 um, right now it's time for the final call here on the get right uh, where I remind you that uh, unfortunately your stars as they were hosting the Montreal Canadiens at the AAC fell to those Canadiens 4-3 to three. they were down 4-1 to one in the third period had a furious furious effort mm-hmm. as they you know pulled the goalie and they got a couple of goals but did not get that final goal that would have allowed them to send it to overtime. And so they get a loss to the Canadians. They'll have to hold that until Thursday when they welcome in the um, Colorado Avalanche, have an opportunity to get back in winning ways. And hopefully you can have uh, Jake Ottinger back coming off that uh, lower body injury. Yeah, he's due, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice. Scott Wedgwood, I believe nine of the he's, – he's played in the nine – Let's try that one more time. He's played in the last nine games for your stars, so it'd be nice to be able to get um, 
give him a little bit of rest and get yeah. Jake Onger back between the pipes. Um, so there's that. That's what happened today. We also mentioned the idea that um, the Cowboys sign um, Lyle Collins to the practice squad, obviously offering a little bit of offensive line depth. Mm-hmm. Now, we were talking earlier about the Mavs' kind of unfortunate loss to the Jazz yesterday. And in all of that, I forgot to mention, which was kind of a historical point in that game, which was Jordan Clarkson, who is, I guess, remains kind of a six-man for that team. I thought he had moved yeah. into the starting lineup for a little bit, but he came off the they bench in this Colin game. They put Colin Sexton back in. They said Colin Sexton has gone from shooting 12 points a game to 26 points a game starting lineup. So yeah, it's kind of incredible. Kind they of incredible how that happened. Will Hardy's done some good work out there with the Jazz. Well, Jordan Clarkson apparently did something that has not been done for the Utah Jazz since 2008. Which is score a triple double. It has something. It's kind of incredible it's that the Utah amazing. Jazz, as a franchise, had not had a player uh, notch a triple double in something like 15 years. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. And the last guy to do it wasn't even a guard. You think, well, is a guard like John Stockton? No, it was uh, the power forward. Now, what's his name? Who? Carl? Yeah. No, Carl. No, not Carl Malone. No, no. In 2008, it was. Uh, is it Boozer? Yeah, Carlos Boozer. Okay. It was Carlos Boozer. Because I don't, I, I didn't see who actually had oh, the yeah, last one. Carlos I just knew Boozer. it was 08. Okay, yeah, Carlos, it was Carlos Boozer. Boozer. So it's like they have had all these. And like I said, you would have thought in their. By the way, they said in the history of their franchise, they don't even have a bunch of them. I mean, even Stockton wasn't doing it back in the day. Well, I guess it kind of makes sense because like uh, you have to have a very diverse skill set in order to do all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to get the scoring, the points, the rebounds as well, or sorry, the assists as well and so i mean you would have imagined that maybe gordon hayward but gordon hayward wasn't as much right. of an assist man they said he came close but he didn't do it uh, and i'm sure there would have been a few players that came close There's i mean only- donovan mitchell also but he's a smaller mm-hmm. guard so you wonder if those rebounds would have came in exactly. for him um but yeah finally jordan clarkson is the one to do it and in a game that you know i, I imagine you're largely going to just kind of throw aside um, Kyrie did make his return in this one, so mm-hmm. it's it's fun to have him back in the in the field. Yeah, but now they've got Dante Exum out for uh, I don't know how long. Uh, he's got a he's got almost the same thing Kyrie had. He's got a contusion in his right foot. Although Kyrie kind of said that it, it sounded a little bit it sounded a little bit lighter than what it was for mm-hmm. him. He missed twelve games yeah, in that stretch. Kyrie I don't, was ooh, it was scary for him. And I imagine it wouldn't be fun if the Mavs have to miss Dante Exum for that amount of time. Now, obviously, it was very not fun not having Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was closing situations, things of that nature. But, yeah, Dante Exum has really found a footing with this team. And one thing that's always been nice is that having another player that can get downhill and attack the rim. Exactly. And he, obviously, Kyrie does that. But it, it was it was going to be nice to have all of them back doing that at the same time. Yeah, Jason Kidd's dream of starting all three only happened a little bit of the first half uh, yesterday, last night. The other thing about Dante Exum, he can orchestrate the, the offense. So you don't have to have Luka or Kyrie wearing themselves out. And Dante Exum is a bigger guard, so you don't have to worry about Kyrie having to den- defend guys that are way too big. So there's a lot of pluses. And also Dante Exum, not that he's some great defender, but he's a better defender than Kyrie. And so we'll, having all three of them start doesn't necessarily mean how they're going to end and how they play the middle of the game. But he likes to have an up-tempo because believe it or not, the Dallas Mavericks are, they do more fast breaks than they have in years. But they're also, they lead the league in fewest turnovers. Lead the league in fewest turnovers. And this is what a, a 79 player games worth of injuries. 
with all these different lineups is what I'm saying, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. And then up until last night, they led the NBA in road victories with 11. So the Mavericks, they got a winning record 19 and 15, I believe. It's a 19-15 record despite a very tough December with all these injuries. And, again, hopefully everybody stays healthy and they take off for the second half and give everybody some joy. So we talked about the uh, college football semi games mm-hmm. that happened yesterday. Beautiful games yesterday. Um, and they were really fun. Now, one of the things that kind of popped off on the Internet after um, the Sugar Bowl ended and the Washington Huskies defeated the you know Texas, Texas Longhorns Rangers, at, the, at the very end. Ah, Longhorns. Yeah, nobody defeated the Texas Rangers. No, they didn't. World Series champions. Hold that. Get it right. Um, but that game went down to the last seconds, and during the course of that game, apparently we had pictures of various um, you know, Texas politicians. One of those being Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz has kind of like uh, developed a little bit of a reputation as being a, a jinx yeah. around some sports. Yeah, some people saying he's like Drake. You know, Drake show up at a game, the team he's pulling for a lose. Well, apparently some uh our friends at Reddit College Football um, put together a little bit of statistics when it comes to um not only was, by the way, not only was Ted Cruz there, he was wearing Longhorn orange, yeah, burn orange for sure. And he didn't even go to school there. He went to Yale. No, and I mean he's he supported a lot of Texas schools, whether it be Baylor well, or Tech senator. or yeah. It's, but to wear they, the gear, yeah, they're they're very much playing the. I mean, uh, I live in Texas state. a long time, but I don't wear the gear. Yeah, but you went to Oklahoma, so that's that's a whole different level <laughs> on this as well. Um, yeah, but this 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 tweet came courtesy of Reddit College Football, where sports betters are now fifteen and two since twenty seventeen. When they bet the money line against the teams that Ted Cruz shows up to support oh, in person. Oh hell! So get this: if those team, if those uh, betters placed a one hundred dollar bet on each of those games, they would have profited two thousand three hundred and forty four dollars. <laughs> so I'm not I, look. That's since 2017, and I don't know if that continues. However, if you're inclined in sports betting, maybe keep an eye out for where Ted Cruz is. Bet against him. Fade Ted Cruz, and ultimately you you profit. I hope he continues to pull for the Houston Astros. So the Rangers will win it again. (laughs) Uh, The World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Yeah, I mean, keep doing that. Mm -hmm. We appreciate that. Um, Yeah, man, it's it's been a fun Tuesday night here on the Get Right, right here on 105.3 The Fan. Let me see. Is there anything else that I got for you? I think that's it. Mentioned Lyell. Mm -hmm. Mentioned... uh, the Stars, Mavs again are playing tomorrow. Mavs playing the Portland Trailblazers tomorrow. They'll be playing them again on Friday. This the first of seven in a row at home. First time they've done this in years, and it's a nice break because they've been on the road a lot, often on this year. Yeah, had a lot of road games in December too. Yes, they did, and so they're back, and they'll be playing home games for the next seven in a row. And uh, the family that bought the team, the majority interest from Mark Cuban. Ah, yes, you did mention this. Has purchased the property across the street from uh, the American Airlines Center across I-35 where the Mavericks headquarters is. And that parcel of land over in the design district is actually more costly than the property in Irving right near Texas Stadium. And Mark Cuban said on the interview with the ganger and all the rest of them, uh, last home game, the team, is, is, is the way he looks at it, is going to be still in Dallas proper. So if you're thinking they're moving to Irving, this news today in the morning news about the Adelsons 
buying the property in the design district that might make you think they're going to be over there. But who knows? Yeah, only God knows. And I mean, this is a real estate folks. Real estate and folks, so that's what they do. They have they now have some level of anchor in Dallas. And so mm-hmm. maybe just maybe they're just trying to get a little comfortable. We got a total on a quick shout out. It's 817. Can I get an ooh and a shout out for William, the car king at Southwest Auto in Cleveland? Got there you, you go. Hey, man, appreciate you guys rocking with us here on this Tuesday evening. Uh, make sure you lock in, keep it locked in uh, to 105 through the fan. 5.30 a.m., Sean and RJ will get you going on your Wednesday uh, in, in 2024. Mm-hmm. It always feels good to say it. See, I appreciate Practice. you rocking with me. It's fun. Chris, David, thank you, fellas. Appreciate you for getting with us. Uh, we'll be on tomorrow at 8 after Cowboys Crosstalk. Uh, right here on 105 through the fan. But until then, y'all be easy. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.